Poetry Corner. The same usual thing every Tuesday. We do this. We got a great show tonight. A lot of uh, poets here tonight. Packed house, which is a good thing. So we're going to get the party started off right. Hey, good evening, everyone. Um, and we're back with the Poetry Corner on uh, Tuesday nights. We have tried to schedule the show for 8.30. That was an oversight by myself. Um, usually it's 8 o'clock, but I moved it to 8.30. But I forgot that some of our guests go to another show, actually produce another show at 9 o'clock. So it, would, it wouldn't be fair on their part to give half of themselves. So this is Season 4 of the Poetry Corner, Episode 1. And this is this the title of this show is called Meet the Authors. And these poets, as well as some other poets that aren't here tonight, hopefully they'll come eventually in the in the future. These poets had a have a very distinct um uh characteristics as well as just writing poetry. All of them are published authors as well. So we wanted them to come on to the show, um spit some of their poetry as well as uh talk about being a published author. And um, tonight, we're going to start off with uh, Adrian. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How's everything? It's good. It's good. Thank you. So I, um, asked, you, I asked you before about your poetry, um, how long you've been writing this stuff. Um, I've been writing for only six years poetry. So I'm. I guess I'm a babe in the woods, you might say. <laughs> so how how many notebooks you got in the stash? <laughs> um, I, you know, I write on my computer in my Google Docs, so I have a plenty of pages. So I'm okay, sure so I'm hitting three hundred by now. So when 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 could we? Uh, where's the book? What's up? You know. Um, my book is called The Evolution of Me. It was written in 2019 as a bucket list, let's put it that way. And um, honestly, I, it was like a tribute to my grandmother. I promised her I'd be published before she passed. And exactly one year after I got published, she passed that next wow. year. So it was, it's all good. Um, I'm, I'm just proud of it. Um, the first half is all about me. And then the second half is just free flowing. Great. So that's great. and that's it. You wanna you wanna recite something out of there, or you got something different? You got something special I, for us tonight? I have a little. <laughs> I have a piece called "My Pen Bleed." Why my pen bleeds? Okay, that's that's King Atterbury. That's one of his favorite statements. <laughs> why is why was your pen bleed? That was his question he asked today. Okay. All right. My pen bleeds because I don't have the love I need to survive on. My pen bleeds because I don't have the means to thrive on. My pen bleeds due to the violence that plagues our streets. Those guns the police have silence our heartbeats. My pen bleeds because there's no justice for the unjust. 
Armageddon is intimate. Our hearts are broken. Our energy is spent. My pen is bleeding because the world lacks what it's needing. Black lives matter. All lives matter. Whatever opinions, point of views, my pen bleeds so much I can no longer watch the news. I thought to escape from books like watch romance, movies, tears hidden so no one looks. So now you know why my pen is bleeding. Love, understanding, justice is what I and the world is needing. And that's that piece. All right now. All right. Wow. Okay. Wow. Right. I like that. Very nice. Thank you. Let off. Um, the really nice poem. Let's go to Brother Poetic. What's happening, bro? Poetic, you've been you've been on you've been on here quite a few uh many times, sir. Um thank you. Thank you. You know, it's you. funny. I, the book you showed earlier. I had never seen that book before, but I saw your last book. Mm -hmm. The book, many, that, many, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Explain, the, uh, Absolutely. the The books are in phases. Um, they're all titled the Ebony Collection. The book that you saw is my most recently published book, which is Volume Three, the Ebony Collection, Volume Three. Um, the book that was shared with you is the first one. That is the 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 precursor to evolution of poetic. Um, that one was written early 2000 and published early 2000. So that one's, that one's been out for a while. That's, that's my baby. They all my babies, but that one is, um, that one is the introduction. All right. Let's hear something out of that piece. All right. <clears throat> the piece that I'm going to read is, uh, from a chapter in the book. It's, it's it's plenty of chapters, but this piece is uh it's one of my favorites. It's called The Inner Man Crying Outwardly. <clears throat> In the inner soul of a black man, I wonder if I must be Superman, looking at the world objectively, knowing unexpectedly that the eyes that look back at me, just what do they see? A brother fighting for survival or a black man waiting for his arrival? Searching through history for a real identity, trying not to allow history to destroy his serenity, holding on to dreams and promises made by former slaves, waiting for his place and time to rewrite history is what he craves. Living in a reality that fears the intelligent black brother, all because of his knowledge to want to help one another, facing all types of setbacks daily, struggling to survive sometimes just barely, reaching for the highest goals he set in life, Realizing all the negativity and strife, all his hopes and dreams sometimes seems meaningless because no one else, no one else is by his side to stress, to stress and encourage him to continue on, continue on with the dream of changing the world and making a difference in a society that rejects his very existence. Just to hear someone say, oh, yeah, I have black friends <laughs> like they're in a trance. Behold the struggle of a black man that sometimes go unnoticed for all opportunities similar to those of his white counterpart roll the dice, not once, but twice. Snake eyes looking back at you, terrified because in those eyes you can see pain. It makes you want to reach out and cry just like the pouring rain. Someone once said that men cry in the dark. We also cry in the light just before it gets dark. And that's that piece. 
Wow. Nice. 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 Thank you. So 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 let me, ask, let me ask this Thank young you. lady, let me ask this young lady up here a question. Your name says Danielle. What that's Don, not your name. Don, uh, it's That's Danielle. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let me explain. My name is Danielle, but my pen name is La Perla Nica, and that means the Black Pearl. I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because <laughs> every time I see you post, I'll be having to double check, like, who is this person? <laughs> yes, yeah, me. It's me. It's so me. Um, I have to tell y'all, I can't. Y'all, I see no movement. My screen is frozen, but I can hear y'all very clearly. So I hope y'all can. Yeah, we we, we can see you. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know yeah. what they, you know what they say about TVs and cameras. If you can get if you can get a transmission, it gives a transmission. That's so true. you might can't that see us, but we can see you. <laughs> I can see y'all. Y'all just frozen. That's all. It's all good. It's all good. So let's talk about your history with poetry. My history. Oh, I've been writing since I was a little girl. Um, But I didn't find my voice until I came to Epiphany. Um, I'm very good friends with um, the CEO, um, Arthur Larry Maddox. He's the one that brought me in. It took him about a good year to pull me in. He kept on saying, Danielle, come on in, come on in, come on in. All you got to do is listen. Going, no, no, no. And um, finally, I decided, to, I told him yes. And he actually asked me to host, like, I think it was my first night. And I was so nervous. But um, talking to the rest of the poets of Epiphany helped me open up and get a little bit more comfortable. And then I found my place. And I've been on Epiphany ever since, like a little over two years. Mm, you found your place, or your place found you? I think it's a mutual meeting. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, we we discussed um, the books, the authorship, mm-hmm. and we're waiting on something from you, right? I'm I'm working on two books. Okay. Two books. One one is called uh, Reflections of My Mind, and the other one is called The Art of My Soul. Great. So let's talk about the pen name. I want to know how what you know what was the you know the part. Right, my pen. Okay, my pen name came from a very good friend of mine that passed away um, a couple years ago, and um, he gave me that name when I was about fifteen. Uh, we were talking, and he just stopped and looked at me one day, and he said, uh, La Perla Negra. And I looked at him like, what? I knew what it meant, but I'm I'm wondering why is he saying that to me? He said, that's, that's your name. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Because he said, you're like a precious black girl. And I kept it. And that's well, it. just it just stopped. <laughs> well, give the poetry corner a, a, a piece of La Perla Negra. Okay, all right. Um, this one, is this one I wanted to read? Yeah, okay. Um, no, this isn't the one I wanted to read to y'all. <laughs> all right, this one is untitled. Everybody that knows me knows I am the queen of untitled pieces and short pieces. Okay. Um, he knew that she loved him, but he also knew she'd been through some things. So he understood her response when he asked 
for just some of her time was don't come for me if only a piece of me is what you seek. Cause see, she knows the sun is in her fingertips. So she tells him, you are in the presence of the universe when in my company. So be absolutely sure that this is the kind of love you want in your life. And if you want to give me something, give me you, all of you. Show me your hidden characteristic traits you deem flawed so I can show you how I see you through my heart. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder after all. But we've all been through some things, so give me the chance to show you how truly beautiful you are. See, our souls have been together, watching. So you get my trust first. I don't want you to run from me. I don't even want you to run to me. I want you to run with me. Trust me and understand there really isn't anything to fear. I've already stripped down because I loved you before wind whispered in the ears of leaves. So shower in my understanding and know that it is safe for you to be completely naked with me. Trust me and let's take this walk to the end of forever. And that's that piece. Okay now. Okay now. All right, All right. All right. Well, if for any for anybody in the chat, I forgot to inform you guys. For anybody in the chat, if you guys want to ask any of these poets, authors, any questions, um, feel free to put them in the chat. And I'm quite sure that they'll answer the, they'll answer any question that you may have to the best of their ability. Next up, Miss Rita Renee. Hello there. Oh, you are author now. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes. So let's talk about you and you and your adventures in the poetry corner. Oh well, um, I've been a writer for a long time, an amateur writer, right? I've been writing since I was a young girl because I didn't have a way to express myself. Um, years later I'm watching the poetry corner and um I think I, I was just like really into it. And I was like, I wish I had the nerve. So, uh, cause you were like, well, reach out to King. And I was like, okay. You asked me if I was ready. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. But since I already, you know, opened my mouth, I'm on this world, just, you know, go with it. So I um, contacted King and we, um, I was introduced to the Poetry Corner. I'm nervous every time that I participate in the Poetry Corner. And then from that, we um, did a collaboration together along with Whitney. Um, and that has been a great experience. Great, great. All you guys' books are on Amazon, I presume? Yes. So his, his parentage is right here. Okay. Copacetic nostalgia. Yes. So, so, so you're going to read something out of there? I was going to do that as my first reading tonight, but I will. Yeah. Okay. What you say, Gus? All right, so I'm going to read something different first, just to open me up, because you know I'm nervous still. <laughs> uh, in less than 24 hours, I lost two people I love overnight. 
hurt so bad, but it's one of the reasons why I write. Never been really great at expression emotion, so that's my way of making things all right. And the good does outweigh the bad, so I found ways to not only write about the things that made me sad, I learned to write about any and everything that I could think of. And the thing I thought about mostly was love. And I'm not in love with being in love, but I do know that it's the most misunderstood emotion from up above. So whether angry, sad, or happy in it, I'll always use my pen and pad to give it life. All that life encompasses in the simplest form to even beautify our plights is the reason why I write. That's that piece. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Right. Okay, cuz. So, um, King Atterbury, um, the, the, the host of the Poetry Corner, the, you know, he called me for you guys in the chat and everybody on the show. My cousin called me a mad scientist over the weekend. <laughs> so, um, cause I always be having these crazy ideas and I, and I'm, and I'm one of the people that's a thinker. And when, when I first interviewed my cousin, me and King Atterbury's cousins, me and Rita Renee's cousins, um, we have a family page on Facebook. He posted that he wrote poetry and he had a book out. So that was like 18 months ago. And then we wound up hooking up doing an interview. And he was like, you know, he had some ideas about doing the poetry corner. I said, yo, we could do it together. It'd be something nice on the platform. So this is the event, the, the inception or whatever they say, the genesis of the poetry corner. And um, uh, this guy has how many books is now, King? Twelve. <laughs> I'm a mad scientist too. <laughs> so, so let me ask you: um, Do you ever feel like you can't you you have so much you want to express you can't get it all out? It's just life. You know what I mean, you know, uh, ideas come forth, or I see. It's like being a narrator to society you know so you know you jump on things with other poets and you just ideas just flush through my head so i just i love to write i enjoy writing so you know the writing is within me you know you tell a tale you know you got something for us tonight out of 12 yes, books you better have something for us <laughs> Well, this this poem is out of this book, uh, King's Wave. This one right here. Actually, this is a follow-up to one of my other books, From Me to You. So this piece is called My Hand for You. When that time come, I am already on display. Don't let them others sway what you are thinking today. No need to search for prayers or look at open windows. My motion be holding a different life inside oceans. Thoughts occur facing my visual scan for love. I know that you had it tough and you're missing a royal touch. The idea of what could be with the chemistry of me. Better side of what's to be is a unity living free. No expectations, congratulations, you let your guard down. Found around king is a throne with a magnificent crown. Mindful ideas as they appear kissing your tears in a piece of wear holding your memories like souvenirs. Change into scuba gear, travel against the tides. 
escaping inside your high that your low had to be neutralized. And with you by my side, I will let God decide. The biggest treasure to find is love without compromise. All natural, without being forced, believe the source. The thrill can bring a chill or a happiness cough. This is my soft letter written, different, seen in your vision. While we connect, let's improvise on this edition, King. Yes, sir, good brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. you know, I gotta for anybody in the chat, if you um if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. If you're on Facebook, make sure you hit the love emoji. So it can trigger the algorithm so the word can get out that this is um, Poetry Corner is a very good show that we try to have. So this promotes the show. Um, this promotes the show as, as well as the channel. I want to ask you guys a question um, in reference to poetry. Like I said, anybody in the chat that has a question for these these amazing artists, um, you know, post it. And I'll put it up and they'll answer the questions as, as best as possible. Um, let me ask you, I'm going to ask all you guys a question so everybody can unmute their mics and y'all can figure out who could answer the question or who wants to go first with answering the question. Do you feel like as a poet, you have a responsibility to humanity? Hmm. Somewhat. Hmm. Somewhat. Now that um, they've heard my voice, We've heard my my pieces. Um, we're I think we all tell someone else's story, and they look forward to hearing more. Um, however, they're dealing with their situation. So yeah, I think somewhat. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, everyone is a narrator to um, someone else's story. You know. I come from the era up in Harlem where we had all these things going on, whether music, artistic um, expression. So for me, it's like bringing it back, like how the last poets were. So, you know, I recognize um, everything with my idols, the last poets. So here I am. You know, it's funny you say, do we feel like we have a responsibility to humanity? Maya Angelou, Zora Neale Hurston. That's just a few of the people who probably just like me started writing because it was an outlet because I didn't have anyone that I could really talk to. But as time went on, present day, there's so much happening in society as a poet, you cannot be silent because you may say something that someone else wants to say, but just cannot say, or don't have the, 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 or is fearful that they want to say it, but they, they won't, they just won't. It, it reminds me of a kid that's being bullied and they're being bullied, but they can't say anything. They don't know who they can talk to for fear of being hurt even more. And then and then there's that one kid who hates the fact that they're being bullied and beats up the other bullies and let them know you don't touch him anymore. And then there's there are these individuals who have left this earth 
who need a voice from the grave to be heard. And that is us. We have to tell their stories like it's already been said. But more importantly, we have to be that voice for them, for our communities, for our families. We definitely have a responsibility to humanity. Now, whether humanity accepts us is a whole nother story. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I, I just think that no matter what we do in this world, everybody has a story, like Van said, and it has to be told. Um, you know, uh, let me let me give you for instance. Like for instance, George Floyd, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine. And then um, we had a conscious conscious uh, show or something like that, like about Eric Garner. We have about um, George Floyd, things like that. We do. We have a responsibility to get their voices heard that that, can, that were silenced, and um, just and I guess in some small part pay, pay tribute to who they were and what they were to us. And that they are, and that they will always be remembered, and I think that's a responsibility. Um, I'll have to say that um, in a world where we um, often look at how people view us, it's important to um, express those things through poetry because it lets people know that you're not the only person that goes through those things, right? We mm -hmm. judge a lot. So um, in poetry, it's just kind of a good thing to say, hey, you're not the only one going through that or whatever. But something in that poetry or that writing definitely touches someone. And I think that is the part of the responsibility to let someone know that there's a way to get out of it or basically that you're just really not alone. I, I, I asked that question because I wanted to go into another question. I kind of knew um, where you guys were going to go with your answers because... Um, from from all, listening to all you guys prior and even today, it is a form of expression. It is a um, a, f a art form that I would say it would uh, reach your soul. Do you think that poets as well as comedians should have that leeway where they could be politically incorrect? Yes. True. Yes. I can't hear you, poetic. Yeah. Anybody else want to answer? Anybody else want to answer? Poetic will be right back. Yeah. Y'all can unmute your mics. Unmute your mic, Rita. Oh, somebody. <laughs> no, it, I didn't mute it. But um, can you repeat the question again? The question was that you know, um, when I first asked, the first question was responsibility of humanity. Do you think that poets as well as comedians, um should be given the leeway in the, doing things that are politically incorrect. 
I think that um, comedians, as well as poets, but you know, you don't really see, and we're just now really getting to see more poets, right? Which is a great thing. Comedy has always been our truth, right? We laugh at the pain, we laugh at sorrow, we laugh at those things. So I definitely think that they should, because it's one of those ways that, or forms of expression that you get to tell the truth, right? A lot of us are not in tune with the truth. And so that helps us get through things. So poetry, um, I, I love the direction it's been going in um, more than it has in the past. It was like a thing where people just weren't into it. Um, and now I see it just exploding and I love that too. So yes, I think that they should be given a leeway um, in their form of expression or our form of expression. You hit it right there. Poetic, you were saying something? Yeah, what I was going to say was, I say this all the time, that as poets, we reserve the right, we have the right to take the English language, those words, and use them any way that we see fit. Now, the unfortunate thing is, is not everyone's going to agree with what we say, or how we say it, or the way that we put things together. But our poetry has pain. Comedians make a life out of some of their pain and some of other people's pain. And everyone laughs at it, which is okay because they have their place. I love comedy. I love to laugh. But I also love poetry. And poetry can make you laugh. It can make you cry. It can make you happy. It can make you sing. It can make you feel a whole range of emotions that sometimes you didn't even know you had. So absolutely. Anyone else? That's it. Adrian, uh, give a matter of fact, you and poetic y'all in um, La Perla Negra. I just love the way that the, you got that raw, that raw in that Spanish language, <laughs> that Latin language. Listen, basically Spanish language. I don't know if it's Spanish, Latin, whatever people want to call a language today, but right, but, um, Spanish, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys got to be leaving soon, so um, Adrian, give us something before you leave, please. Sure. Um, I got a piece called Why I Write. I think I'll do that one. Okay. Let me get it. Okay. Why I Write. Oh, my goodness. Got away from. Okay. Okay. I write because I feel I write to heal myself, to help others, to invoke feelings of happiness, the spectrum of sadness to gladness with a little spice in between. I love to write. Y'all know what I mean. I write of goals, my deepest desires. Sometimes my verses are so nasty, I need an extinguisher to put out those vibes. <laughs> I write of deep love that I experience that I want again. My pen is my best friend next to paper. I write of sensations, the goosebumps, the shivers, the smiles, the quivers. I write mostly when I need to vent. When I'm done, I'm spent. Writing is cathartic to me. 
Writing is what I do when I see inequality. It may not be of my blood, but it concerns me. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I write to escape reality, if only for a while. Writing actually makes me smile. And I don't write for fame or glory. I write for me. And that's my story. That's that piece. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what's up. Thank you, appreciate that. Hopefully, um, we'll see you again shortly, soon in the future. Um, I know you have an obligation you have to go to, so I really appreciate you joining the show tonight. Definitely. La Perla Negra. Yay. Uh, Let's see. Okay, I have one little piece here. This is called um, The Blessing of My Hidden Lupine Goddess. My diva actually titled this for me. (laughs) Okay. There are stars in my eyes, but a wolf beneath my skin. So I run alone in silence to keep her hidden because I know the power of her storm inside me. The cry in my howl is the love story of my soul. Only a few select have actually heard the rarity of its sound and understood my call. Yet the light of my spirit covers all of whom I encounter because of the purity I've been charged with. I wake each day humbled, grateful, and thankful. My thirst for knowledge is like the power behind the great whites pursuit in open waters. The rhythm of ancestral drums dwell within my heartbeat while the omnipresent eye of beloved keep track of my foes and guard my path with my footsteps. I am blessed. My step peace. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> like that. That was nice. Thank you. That was nice. It appreciate was you joining. Nice. Appreciate you joining the show, and hopefully, we'll see you again soon. Thank you. And the cleanup batter <laughs> closes the show. Poetic. I know you. Yes, sir. you, you time, time is always of very importance to you. Um, appreciate you, bro. Um, Thank you. Let everybody know where they can continue hearing uh, great poetry within the next fifteen minutes. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, over on Epiphany Radio. Nine o'clock tonight. The dial in number three one nine five two seven six three zero zero. Press one if you desire to spit, or if you just want to listen in online, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash E Y E the letter C people. Tune in, join us tonight. Now, this piece that I'm gonna do is not in the book, it's um, one of my latest conscious pieces, so I hope that's all right. <clears throat> It's called I Speak. This message is from the voice of the weak. Your criminality paves the way for the justices I seek. Controlled substances and fraudulent gas leaks, thought-provoking evidence tampering seems bleak, but not to the usual suspects that fit the description, so we remain docile and meek. Only because the law says you're in charge, so I dare not speak. Because life for me would end and I'd become an antique or more like a relic, so obsolete. So today, yesterday, I raised my voice for the voiceless in English and not in Greek. You will feel the wrath of my spoken words so unique, gifted with a silver lace razor blade tongue with ancestry in Mozambique. 
where tribal warriors fought along and hard for freedom speak. Because they seen our blood, sweat, and tears build a country cheek to cheek, shackle to shackle while our tears leak. The power of the storm from the uprising of your continued critique of just how narrow-minded is the justice we seek. You think the dynamics of your skin color is so sleek that you can get away with everything including murder. We see your streak. Chill us because we brown-skinned, light-skinned, dark-skinned, a horrible technique. My voice will challenge your illegal, legal authority mystique because your shit definitely stinks from here to Martinique. So open your blind eyes that racism still exists. Open them, don't peek. Hush, now go to sleep and don't shriek. At the infinite possibilities of how my oblique nonverbal cues have you mentally tied to a teak. See the way the noose feels around your neck while your air leaks? That's for the voiceless. You try to silence with your bullets, your chokeholds, your badge, and you reek of cowardly lies and fabricated stories you tried to dump in a creek. I'm done bodying you for those that can't speak because they gone on, so I'm the living epistle of their voice from the grave, and now I speak. I speak. And that's that piece. Okay. Okay. All right, bro. That's what's up, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate everybody. Listen, thank you for coming through. One love, one mic, y'all. Peace. One love, one mic. No doubt. Peace. Rita, Rita, you got something for me? Sure. Okay, I'm going to read this piece. It's called Tired. If I could count the number of times I've said I'm tired, just tired of the setbacks, the sadness, the tears, the disappointments, and yes, the liars. I probably already traveled the universe through infinite dimensions while trying to figure out each calculation of my journey's intentions. As I search for life's purpose and attempt to understand the lessons, cognizant enough to wake up before any self-loathing oppression, wake up and discover that being tired is just a beginning that has no definitive ending. All I got to do is rise and remember I'm winning, stand up, Acknowledge the sadness so I could continue grinning. Stand tall, allow the tears to flow until they start thinning. Focus, regard disappointments as part, as part of daily living. Realign, one, stop, one can't stop the lies from spinning, but I can look into one's eyes and be forgiven. Proceed, and as long as I don't let any of that bring me to exhaustion and I exhibit faith and caution, protect my mind and cope my heart, being tired is just enough to tear me apart. Okay, cuz. I hear you. I hear you. That's what's up. It's all close. Can't close this out. All right, this is a piece titled Traveling Through Time. If I went there from out of nowhere, who would really care? Allow myself to prepare and be aware of what others share. Memories in our diaries in the pages from my journal. Found inside a place that don't concern you, the disloyal. All that my eyes see inside what is meant for us. Transportation provided, no need for trains or a bus. Location locked in, present presence, hardly coded. Everything else truly noted, therefore path is chosen. Lonely motives of a seeker give the reader and believers. Findings of the dreamers, the teachers, speakers. I'm a man with fathered features. Walk into another day, visit all the house that pray. 
searching for some better ways, can embrace what Nayas say. Traveling through the time, connect directly to the divine. Open, have faith, give you a peace of mind, pass the lines. Pray on the interventions. If society doesn't listen, focus on your mission with vision and keep living. King. Nice, Carl. Great, great. Listen, everyone, we appreciate everybody for joining the chat. Um, and this is the beginning of season four, first episode that's in the books. And uh, we look forward to having our smorgasbord when it's like eight poets up here and everybody just going. But, um, you know, we try to try, King is trying to do something different this season and just theme it up and get everybody in the chat to get to know the poets and to get the poets to basically not just come out of their shell of being to recite their poetry on the internet, but just giving them the comfortability of, you know, expressing other things that they may be working on because a lot of people are working on things. So with that, everybody have a blessed week. Stay up. See you guys next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please continue to join us here for conversations on hot topics, interviews with special guests, and our future programs such as the Poetry Corner, where you can hear dope poets from around the country creating that poet cafe vibe. And Crown Rules, our virtual book club on love, intimacy, and healthy relationships. Let's talk. We are everywhere you want to be. Follow us on YouTube at Let's Talk, Facebook at Let's Talk, and on Instagram at Let's Talk 1931. Have a suggestion? Give us a call at 570-795-4283. Or for business inquiries, please email us at ltalk5600 at gmail. Let's talk. I wore to you, you wore to me, and we go together. Please don't forget to like, share, follow, or subscribe.